Welcome to a yet unnamed podcast. We're tossing around some ideas here, but let's get into who we are first. I'm Ryan, very recognizable voice on the network, and joining me is a also recognizable voice that you haven't heard for a while. <laughs> Danny. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Thank I you. I guess this would be our show. Your yes. show? Our yes, show, yes. Something like our, that. our show. Um, it's been a while. I've been gone for, for a bit. Yeah, you, you had your you had a sabbatical. Yes, I did. I like that. Yes, <laughs> a, a sabbatical. Way to, good way to put it. it. Well, we had a whole big uh, network and everything changed. Mm-hmm. So we just had to re-fit you into the mix. And I appreciate do. that. Because Princess always has a spot, so yes. That's right, so... Uh, like we've done in the past, Danny and I are sitting here drinking beer. <laughs> that should just be expected. When you hear me and her, there will always be beer. Correct. Um, so, I think a good way, maybe people don't remember, and I th- do think from back in the old D2R days, we have new people listening that don't know the that don't even know who you are probably right right uh, and some obviously are like oh yeah I've been that voice yeah um, so let's reintroduce people to how you and I first met Ooh, I would say wow we were kind of recapping this earlier mm-hmm. at a hockey game we had attended yes which basically is how it all started. Christ, my, <laughs> my dog's shaking her cone over there. Sounds like a, a million butterflies I all like flapping it. their wings at the same time. All right. Aww. So, out of, okay, I guess tell your story. How'd you get involved with the Rockford Ice Hawks? Hmm, uh, let's see. I, like you said, we talked about this earlier this evening. Um, I honestly cannot remember who was the person that let me know or informed me that they were looking for off-ice hockey officials. So um, I got contacted by somebody that said they saw a clip somewhere saying that Rockford needed some hockey officials. I was like, oh, that'll be cool. A um, little bit of back history. I am a former hockey player myself, uh, blue liner, hence usually my tag on things, blue liner. So I was a defenseman for a handful of years. And... Um, Still love the game, still part of the game, the type of thing. Hockey girl through and through. And uh, they're like, hey, you know, Rockford's looking for some hockey officials. You, I, you'd be perfect fit. So called up to Rockford and the Big Orange Box at that time is what it was called, the Big Orange Box. And uh, called and said, hey, I'm interested. About I uh, heard about the openings for hockey officials. would like to put my name in the hat to be a part of that. And they said, sure. And... Um, Got my name and contact information transferred over to uh, Mr. Mike Peck mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, he was the play-by-play announcer. Is it what? Yeah. Yeah, play-by-play announcer at the time. So I'm not f- originally from this area, so I was not aware of who he was and his deal, whatever, but sounded nice on the phone. He said, come on up to meet, uh, to meet him, uh, kind of like an impromptu interview. Mm-hmm. Gave him my name, said Danny. And he's like, okay, uh, come on up. Came up and uh, walked in for office. I'll never forget this. Walked in and folks were looking at me like maybe, A, I was lost. 
and you know, are you lost, sweetheart? Are you sure you're supposed to be here? This is for hockey. It's for hockey. Oh, are you here to work for the metro? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> no, excuse me. I'm, are you here for the cleaning crew? No, I'm not here for the cleaning crew either, nor the serving crew. So, no, I'm actually here for the hockey. Uh, front line. Do you know what hockey is? It, you know, it's a lot. I heard about it, but it's not, not basketball. No, it's <laughs> not, and it's not football either. <laughs> it's on ice, and it's was that cold. how the conversation? Yes, went? it was. You must have been there because that's pretty much the really simplistic response oh, that was you're here given for the to Rockford me. Lightning, got it? No, not you that either. No, I know you look at me and think that's what I would be here for, <laughs> but take your little stereotypes and put that back in your purse. I'm here to speak to Mr. Pack. Uh, yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly how that yeah. initial uh, meeting went with that front office with that time. Well, so to be fair. Should we you're inform not, the people uh, that who do not know who I am? Well, I mean, I think I let them have uh, whatever their imagination ah. can <laughs> create for them. You know what I mean? It's pretty clear at this Uh-oh. point with my references to basketball and yeah, football. other things. Yeah, not like, I don't know. Okay, or something like that. Yeah. Well, for a while, they're golf. <laughs> for a hot minute. But then, you not know. Anymore. Not anymore. I know. Now that, uh, Tiger <sighs> is uh, shut the bed when it comes to Well, golf. you know, he never did claim my um, <clears throat> my section of his uh, made-up well, ethnicity there. Bless his heart. Every other uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stuffy white guy did, though. <laughs> They uh, fully acknowledged that, at least early on, and then once he played better than all of them, I think they still acknowledged that because uh, there's another black guy beating (sighs) us at this sport, too. Oh, my gosh. Wait, hold on. So if he's going to have a green jacket, he's going to win a green jacket, make sure you double-check his menu that he gives to the, the winner for the next year. You heard about that, right? No. Oh, dear God. I guess apparently with the Masters, you get that ugly-ass green jacket. Yeah. And then you get to create the um, the dinner menu oh. for after you know for the ceremonies. Interesting. Yeah, they, they're all suit-and-tie ceremonies for that. And one of the old farts there made some kind of crack after uh, Tiger won it. Fair and square, clean, blew their asses off the links. Um, you better not have chitlins and collard greens. Pretty much is what that joker said. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> seriously. I, you know what? <laughs> Come around, meet you outside the back alley. But so what was the menu? I wonder. How you know, <laughs> that's a I good wonder if that's on the internet somewhere. <laughs> I'm kind of curious. We got to look it up. It would be the very first year. Now, I don't know how many masters... Tiger has won, but it was the very first one that he won. And then he got to, and they may even have an article or an attachment article about uh, that comet. 20 things. Oh, here's the dinner dinner menu. Oh, what's on the menu? Oh, oh, see, see, there you All go. Right, let's see if we can, let's see if we can locate the, uh, All right. it's got to be in there because it blew what? up. Okay, so we got to find the first time. Tiger, 2003, 2002, 98, 98. Cheese oh, burgers, chicken no. sandwiches, fries, and milkshakes. I love it. I would totally eat that. 
Now, his the second time he won it was in 2002. He had porterhouse steak and chicken with a sushi appetizer. Ooh, okay. In 2003, his back-to-back, Tiger brought back the porterhouse steak, chicken, and sushi from his 2002 menu. Also on the menu were sashimi, salads, crab cakes, asparagus, mashed potatoes, and a chocolate truffle cake. Wow. Yummy. Was that when he finally hooked up with that Swedish chick? She might have had something to do with uh, what so, was on that menu. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's unclear. <laughs> uh, 2006, he had stuffed jalapeno and quesadilla appetizers with salsa and guacamole, green salad, steak fajitas, chicken fajitas, Mexican rice, refried beans, apple pie, and ice cream for dessert. He must have been fucking a Mexican girl. Seriously. I, I, <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> uh-huh. And his name does not appear on that list. <laughs> Uh, at that point. Wow. I, that's, you know, I never knew that they yes, got to create the menu. They do. All right, real quick. Your menu, if you won the master. <laughs> real quick, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. I'm curious. Um, ooh, definitely would have sushi on it. Um, but, uh, ooh. Really? I, oh, I love... I love sushi? I love sushi. Uh, bulgogi. We'll do some, we'll do some bulgogi. I think you have something in your throat. What'd you say? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, bulgogi, uh, which is... What the hell is that? Korean-style barbecue. Ah, okay. Yeah. You could have just said Korean-style barbecue. I could have, but For I want to sound like... have no idea what the hell you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> bulgogi. What is that? Is that what that is? Bulgogi, yeah. Bulgogi? Bulgogi, uh, bulgogi. B-U-L-G-O-G-I. Okay. All right. And uh, some kimchi. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh-huh. Basically everything at Kumas. Yes. You'd, you'd say Kumas, you're catering. Kum- uh, well, part, because kind like I said, what I would want, I'd want the gogi, kimchi, some sushi. Ooh. Um, oh, gosh. There's so much. Some type of fish. Like a like fried, though. Some fried my, fish? Yeah, fried fish. Uh, uh, catfish. Damn Skippy. Oh, catfish. my daddy's fried catfish. All right. Okay. Put, that means put, it'd be in the put kitchen. Put to work. I know. And he wouldn't, no, not, not at this age bracket. He wouldn't do that. Um, not for a big group of people. <laughs> Maybe for the family, but that's about it. For his baby girl, but not for, not for everybody else. Uh, well, I suppose if you want me to, I'll get in the kitchen and... <laughs> that's right. You bet my daddy. You know exactly how he sounds like. Uh, peach cobbler. Ooh, for dessert. For dessert. Peach cobbler. Nice. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, ooh. Something chocolate. Gotta have something chocolate mm. as well. Uh. Oh. Mm. I like chocolate cake, but that's a standard. It's gotta be something different. Uh. Not a fan of ganache. You want something. Let's see. I don't really want to give you any ideas because uh, I'm going to do my menu and <laughs> lots of chocolate. Alright, something chocolate and then, yeah, um, peach cobbler. Red velvet cake would be awesome, too. There you go. Yeah, do that instead. Okay. Peach so, cobbler, red velvet cake. cake. Perfect. Now, drinks. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> well, you would need to have some soju. Soju would have to be in there. Okay. Uh, red wine, Ooh, and this glorious stout beers you have just hooked me on to, and it would need to be something like uh, barrel 
stout of some type. Barrel-aged. Damn skippy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So you got to get a brewery to... Maybe brewery, though. Maybe brew you your stuff. A special? Just for the event. In the label? They can make... Oh, I have like yeah. a special label on it. There you go. Oh, okay. It'll be for that event only, and... And that's it. Uh, and Probably then, need to see about who's sponsoring the Masters, though. Because you're going to have to use oh, one of crap. the uh, major sponsors... Uh, breweries that they've probably bought out. We might. Oh damn! You know I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Otherwise, there should be a giant conflict of interest <laughs> yes. there. Not to complicate your menu or anything, but oh man! So then that means you'd have to do it uh, like I traditionally do it. Um, have it in the trunk of the car when I ride up there. Oh yes. Yeah, that way if it's not actually in You're the tent. Sneaking in. Damn, Skippy! Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, just have it in the trunk of the car. That's what you do. Kind of like at picnics. Yeah. You know, it's like the crappy kind of drinks that are there. You have the good stuff in the trunk of your yeah. car. Why does she keep going back to her car? <laughs> Shh, quiet. It's uh, a good uh, cover. I got to take this phone call. Oh. <laughs> and then you go take the phone call at your trunk. <laughs> I actually just smash one real quick to go back to the party. <laughs> yes. And then keep sipping on that PBR, <laughs> basically. Ew, PBR. You Is that your that. menu? Uh, and some type of whiskey. Wow, okay. Aged whiskey. All right. I'm not paying for it. They no. are. Yeah, exactly. You okay. might as well. Aged Would this whiskey. also be your menu uh, on your deathbed? Like, or, or your like uh, last meal of your in jail? Or would that menu oh, be different? Oh, damn. I'm that curious. menu would be different. Would it? All right. We'll, yeah. we'll watch that another time. Okay. okay. I was just curious if it would be the exact same thing. <sighs> A little different. Um. All right. For me? Yes. Oh, boy. I think I would... Uh, I think it'd be, uh, I know it's not like top notch, you know, it's no porterhouse, but I think I'd go with a, uh, New York strips. Okay. Because I like those. Um, I'm going to throw a little bit of hillbilly in there and then do some macaroni and cheese. Baked or, uh, stoked up? You know, I don't know. I, I don't want it to be how, this is, this is how I would tell them. I don't want the macaroni and cheese that's as if you're at a buffet or you're making it for a large group of people. I want it as though I'm making it at home. So do that, okay. but then do that a lot. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do it, but do that a lot. You know what I mean? So I would, uh, a, little, a little complicated. Oh, my God. Yes, it would be. I would be irritated. Uh, I'm already setting them up to fail. Yes, you are. Um, but yeah. that's what I would want, just because that sounds really good right now, too. I might go have to give me a Thanks. New York strip and make some macaroni and cheese, I guess. We'll get done with this. But uh, um, uh, probably, um, what do you call that? Was it steamed? Steamed green beans uh, with a drizzle of butter and uh, some sea salt thrown on there. What? For my vegetable. And then... After that, we'll get into the dessert. I think we'll go with, uh, let's see, a hoity-toity dessert, and then, uh, mm-hmm. of I course, let's see, maybe some sort of a, let's go Oreo cheesecake. Damn. And then for the not hoity-toity dessert, we're going to just go straight brownies, <laughs> like fudge brownies. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, uh, you know. Ryan. I like brownies, and uh, Ryan. and then for drinks, 
I'll negotiate. We'll go. We'll go with a. Let's see. We gotta figure out who's what big brewery sponsors golf. Let's say it's. Uh, I don't know. Like Stella, maybe Stella or Trois or something. I don't know. Somebody a little more. Uh, could you PBR wouldn't sponsor that shit. So no, but well, there wouldn't be a specific beer that sponsors it. It's the overall. It's the major oh. company that sponsors. So like. Like your AB InBev, you know, they, what they own gotcha. is those products. You know how, like, okay. uh, at arenas, they can either do Coke or they can do Pepsi. But you're not going to get both. God, you know what I mean? sucks about being so, in this area. So, I don't know. I, I would say it's got to be craft and not shitty craft. And I wouldn't be like, you know, I would say come back with some options and I'll pick one. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I'll pick the best one of my options. Um... <gasps> And I don't know, hard liquor, just have a full full bar of whatever choices. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't really drink hard liquor, but I'm sure the people do. So, yeah. Have something for everybody and <sighs> craft beer for me. That would be my master's menu. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, yes, my uh, uh, in jail menu would be different. Yes. Stuff that you like the last, you said the last, before the last breath you take. Yeah. The good shit for you. <laughs> Did you not to? I, I just thought of this. I read the story. I don't know if it's true or not. I think it is though. Some guy was uh, his last meal. He wanted to eat the entire Bible, so they brought him a Bible and he started tearing it apart and eating it. No. Yeah, yeah Google that shit. So what was he expecting to? Uh, I don't know. I think it's like uh, one of them things where. I don't know. The bi- like the actual, the actual testament, Bible, new, old yeah. testament, whatever. Yeah, the Holy Bible. Okay. He ate the Holy Bible for his last meal. I don't know if that's supposed to like put no. God in him or yeah. if that's the most offensive thing you could do with the Bible <laughs> beyond pissing or shitting on it. Is is eating the Bible worse than lighting it on fire? I assuming you're giving the book power. Some people give the book power. Other people look at it as a book. Okay. Oh, look at you. Well, I mean, that's Ooh, right. I you took things. it. You took it like ding. Okay. You didn't uh, say religion was off the table. No, I did not. <laughs> but you also know, I have some very interesting um, experiences with organized religion. So yeah, well, we'll get to that eventually yeah. at some point. <clears throat> I have, and I survived. How's that? So. So what's more offensive, lighting the Bible on fire <laughs> or eating the Bible? Uh, I'd say lighting it on fire. That's more offensive? I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Because lighting it on fire is actual intentional destruction of said book. Eating it? You've made a pretty big determination in your life to say, I'm going to eat this thing. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I think if you're at that level where eating, your your quest is to eat the quote-unquote word of God, like you said, based upon yeah. what kind of power you give to it, you have to be functioning on some kind of effed up level anyway. Yeah. Where, so, where just anybody could light the Bible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just saying that it, I, I'm going to take Genesis. <laughs> 
You actually know the name of the book. Oh, I once again. My, my wife didn't know the first <laughs> book of the Bible for Christ. Like she didn't know the last book of the Bible, and those, everybody knows those two. I thought. Oh, it's, and no! I we did it. We played game on one of the other podcasts. Come on now, she didn't. And know. I said, "What is the first book of the Bible?" She goes, "Um, oh, Bible." <laughs> I was like, really? You have no idea. You were raised Catholic, correct? Oh, yeah. Confirmed and... Oh, oh. You know, the whole shindig. Okay. All right, so then what's the last book of the Bible? And I don't even know what she guessed for that one, but she didn't get either one right. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Just just zoned it out of her head. Oh, no, I don't think she ever knew. I really don't. Well, okay. We went through the motions, I think, when we went through catechism or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, with her, at least. Me? Oh, my god! I went to private school. Yes, I remember you telling me that. a long period of time, so wow. I am all for debating religion and discussing religion with anybody, with any religion. I love it. I'm not religious, though. Ah, okay. Now, now it's going to be my question to you. So thank you for <laughs> the clarification. I don't practice any religion, but I will be more than happy to discuss it with anybody. Now, are you with, are you then about spirituality? Because mm. apparently, as folks say, there's a differential between not for religion not. and spirituality. I don't know. I don't think there's ever been anything... I don't know. See, people say, like, oh, the miracle of birth, and, you know, uh, that I almost got, when I, when, you know, went through that red light, I almost got hit by that semi, and, and, but I, I, don't, I think that's not the same as spiritual, but a lot of people look at those as miracles. I look at those as, like, uh, we got kind of lucky, even though I don't like using the word lucky. I don't like, because I think you give people the, if you if if people think luck is involved, then everything's luck at okay. that point. I think that hinders people. You know what I mean? I think words w- words can be used to fu- like well control and hinder people. I mean, and, and the power you give to words it's it's a it's a interesting thing because mm-hmm. any every word is just literally a word. <laughs> Unless you give that word power. Fuck was just a word. It's mm-hmm. not a bad word. Unless you say it's a bad word. And when now that we've... Everybody knows it's a bad word. It's because they've been told and raised that that's a bad word. It's not a bad word. What's wrong with that word? <laughs> it's how we've used it though, right? You know what I mean? So... Well, think about the creation of the said word though. Why was the word created in the first place? I don't know. Why do people, when they can't... Uh, when they can't think of the word, why do they call the remote a doodad? Or a thingamajig. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is a thingamajig? It really, a thingamajig is anything that you want to have it be, right? That, yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. So, where does that word come from? I don't know, somebody just said noise, made a noise, and that stuck. That's what came out. That's really what, what all words are. They're different noises. Cavemen grunted at each other, and somehow... I'm sure there was some grunt that was, and that was right. swearing at the other cave. You know, I don't know. The seven words you can't say on television. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Apparently, uh, that's why I'll never be on TV. Maybe I don't know. Uh, there's oh, seven words I'm guaranteed to say on television. Is really what it is. 
uh, cunt being my favorite. No! <laughs> because it's... I'm going to get offended by that word more than any other word. It's interesting, too. Because the power that's been given to that word. Exactly. What was the initial cr- reason for the creation of that word and how it was used mm. at that moment for then to be given the power for it to be that... <gasps> to me, that word sounds like a noise that would come out of somebody's mouth when they're <laughs> mad at... A man's mad at a female. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> can't... You know what I mean? It's like... Uh, it was, and then she goes... <gasps> and then that became an offensive word. And then somebody else was standing there and heard that person say that. And they're like... <sighs> they called him a... What was that? A, a cunt. That must be a really bad word. Even though it was literally just invented. And then it became... <laughs> you know... And it, I don't know. It, How do you spell it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> it's interesting. Do you think they had, like, way back and let's go, like, Egyptian times, like, swear mm. words from then? Or do you think, like, they had little pictures they drew on the wall that were swear hieroglyphics. words? Hieroglyphics. <laughs> yeah, hieroglyphics. <laughs> yeah, you know that word, hieroglyphic. Oh. What would be the hieroglyphic for cunt? Um... You know, <laughs> maybe a egg shape. Oh, with like a squiggly coming down or something. I don't know. What do you think it would be? Maybe let's look that up on the internet. <laughs> that is awesome. Mm. We should see what the. Uh, and I'm totally drawing a blank right now. The uh, origins of the word cunt. Oh, sexual language. Hmm. Doesn't appear to be a hieroglyphic for that. No hieroglyphic. Uh, uh, you want the origin for the word cunt? Well, they have dictionary of sexual language up there. Oh! It's, German- it's Germanic? Germanic. Shush! Uh, well, Norwegian, Swedish, Middle Low German, Middle Dutch, Danish. Kunt. K-U-N-T-E. Uh, no way. So, Middle English of Germanic origin related to Norwegian and Swedish dialect Kunta and Middle Low German, Middle Dutch, and Danish dialect Kunte. <laughs> it kind of sounds like Kinte Kunte. Yeah, whatever. Wait a minute. The etymology of Kunt is a matter of debate. That's the word. I'm like, why am I blanking yeah. out on the actual uh, term? Of debate, but most sources consider the word to have derived from a Germanic word, which appeared as Kunta in Old Norse. Scholars are uncertain of the origin of the Proto-Germanic form itself. Uh, the term is Ooh. disputed. I believe because nobody wants to lay claim to it. That's why. Yeah. Well, let's just call it American then. So the Germans called the Jews cunts. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I and, can see uh, that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, fucking cunt. <laughs> I mean, how many people call somebody a cunt without putting the word fuck in front of it? Let's be honest. <sighs> you're going to say that word, you're throwing fuck in front of it, right? Some version of it. Right? I'm trying to... I will be honest with you. I've used many of uh, <clears throat> socially inappropriate, or what would be deemed socially inappropriate language, I don't think I've ever used the word fucking in front of that, though. Fucking cunt? Yeah. You've never said fuck my cunt? <laughs> um, well. 
<laughs> she goes, choose to not answer that question at this time. Uh, your your attorney must time. be president. <laughs> correct, correct. And he's not, so there you go. So, um, in other words, yes, you appeased him in that well, respect. Okay, hold on. And then that refers back to the fact of me not actually applying that word towards somebody. Right. You towards my self. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. We're good with, we're, we're, right. we're good so with you're, that. You're fine, then. Yes. Everything's good. So you, uh-huh. At least you use the word and you're not scared of it. I'm not. I am not. Matter of fact, spent like... 20 minutes on the word cunt. It's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Um. Uh, all right. That's cool. Let's get back to yeah. Where were we? Uh, how you got in the hockey? Oh shit! <laughs> that's how we got there, people. Do you realize? Twenty-eight minutes in, and we haven't got beyond the fact that you met Mike Peck. Oh my god! And. Well, you, know, you haven't even met Mike Peck. You showed no, up to meet him. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, well, let's find out how you <clears throat> met Mike Peck then. Okay. Let's continue wow. there. Okay, all right, so we're going to get back on to the interstate. Okay. Um, so, yes, uh, I was settled into his office and introduced myself, and he looked at me and, like, wait, Danny? Yes. Danny? Mm-hmm. Oh, he said that because he was still trying to figure out, why is this black lady standing in my office Yes, wanting to be part of hockey? So confusing. Is she lost? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we get jumped into conversation about hockey, uh, gave him my backstory about it, all that good stuff. Clicked pretty, pre- we clicked pretty good in that conversation, and then he's like, okay, so... Um, these are the. This is the job description of a hockey uh, off ice hockey official, A B C D E F G. Do you got this? Yeah, we're good. Talk, he actually gave me a couple scenarios that I remembered in regards to that. I gave my responses to him, and then he said, "Okay, this like is the schedule." Like what would you do in this situation? Yes, oh, okay. exactly. So, gave him my responses to that, and um, he's like, "All right, season starts." Uh, puck drop is this whatever this is the the supervisor of the office officials gave me the name phone number contacted him and he says alright so we'll see you preseason and this is when the preseason games were at the um oh, the little, that, uh, that little rinky dink yeah. ice rink um, over there was it Carlson or yes. was it Riverview no I think it was Carlson Carlson, Carlson. they practiced at Riverview and then played their preseason game at Carlson correct yes because I walked in there and I thought oh shit this, really? This is what we're going to... Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, this is what we're going to do. Bleachers. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, all right. What did I get myself into? Had a blast. And um, the hockey community is small, I've realized. Um, at least at that in level. This, yeah, in this area mm-hmm. at that time. Yes. Exactly. It was about... It was a lot of people, they all knew each other mm-hmm. at that point. Because you, you came in at season four? I came That's what we were trying to figure out earlier. Yeah, yeah, because I came in 2004. I pulled, okay, so 2003, 2004, 2004, 2005. I want to say 2004. Who was the coach? When you, you saw Bernard him. was the coach. And you came in 2003, 2004 then. Really? Okay, I was off a year then. Okay, so you came in with the... The Paradise Brothers, the Paradise Brothers, yes. Donnie Marchetti. Yes. Oh my gosh, Nadella. Junkin' Donuts. 
Nathan, <laughs> as you call him, what? Lutz. You'd look at me, that's not how you say my last name. You have no umlaut, son. I'm saying Lutz. Uh, yeah. Davies, like oh, Vogel. Gosh, yes. Okay, so that's the team. Okay, so. And that's 2003, 2004? Yeah. Wow, okay. Alright. Oh. So, that was your first season then, because you had Bernard, and then Bernard threw a fucking fit one game, and that was his last oh, game after he threw water bottles at referees and, and then a chair, which I owned that chair for a long time until I finally decided to get rid of it. I don't have any. When you told me you actually somehow acquired said chair, I looked at you like, A, how did you get a hold of that chair? Because that thing was beat to shit. Yeah, that chair was fucked up. <laughs> like, how did you get a hold of that chair? Yeah, he, uh... Ladies and gentlemen, he had a straight-up meltdown that evening, bless his well, heart. Well, to be fair, he, he had the second-worst <laughs> record <laughs> on the books for the Ice Hawks. Um, yeah. The worst came with uh, Scott Bell two seasons prior to that, which would have um, been my first season as a season ticket holder. I became a season ticket holder in 2001-2002. Um, that was then, the worst season, and you still stuck with it? That was the worst one, because... All right, I went to my first game uh-huh. in the very first season, like right at the end. So I wasn't even like, uh, like I heard there was going to be a, a hockey team in Rockford, but I was still like not, I don't know. I, I It just wasn't something that my age maybe, I don't know. Okay. And then um, went to like one game, or no, I think it went to, two or three games right at the end of that season when they, like... I think I went to one regular season and then two playoff games. And then I went to a bunch of games in their second season, and I was hooked. Mm -hmm. And so then I got season tickets for 2001, 2002, 2002, 2003, 2003, 2004, which would have been your first season. At that point, I was like, I am tired of paying to watch these pieces (laughs) of shit lose. I want to come to hockey because I really like it, but I don't want to pay to do this. So Now, please, I need for you to quantify this by the fact of what league this was at that oh, time this, as this well, This was too. the United Hockey League. Yes. Everybody's yes. like, huh? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's no longer in business. <laughs> we can just clarify that. Um, it, it was in business for a period of time i guess mm. um but uh it was yeah but the term bush league i, I don't know it fit bush league and it only got more bush <laughs> <laughs> it, it did it, it really did honestly oh man well, you're, you're waiting for the handsome brothers to hop out there on the ice <laughs> you know what moment. Danny, oh, uh, what? i don't want to jump ahead in my story here oh. but i would take uhl days <laughs> All over again, over what we have right now. Whoa! <laughs> and we can get Seri- into we, okay. can, we can get into at some I, point why. <clears throat> but I have given it a lot of thought, and I don't, this town is not. It, they need that bush league hockey. They don't need this shit that we have right now. But anyways, <laughs> so then I I say all right. I see that guy up there talking on the the radio or whatever. Uh-huh. All these, you know, for like, I think the previous season. 
because I think he came in, Peck came in the year before you did. So two seasons I, uh, you know, saw this guy, Mike Peck, sitting up there doing the radio thing. So I was like, all right, I got to figure out how the fuck I can come to these without paying for it. And I think I was on the website one day and I saw, I went to like employment or something. I, I would Honestly, honestly, thought I was going to get a job with working for the front office or some shit like that. I think is what I was doing. And then I saw something for office official. I was like, oh, "What the fuck is this? Looks easy." Um, you know, I know hockey, and I figured it all out. So I went at one of the, like the next game or whatever. Like uh, after the game, I took my happy ass up to that press box and. Uh, <laughs> I uh, introduced Scary myself to this guy named Mike Peck, and mm-hmm. and he had seen me from being the season ticket holder and all that, the parties and whatnot. So he he was familiar with me, but uh, not who I was. And I was like, "How do I become an office official?" And he says, "Well, you you just have to know how to do like you have to know the stats." And before I could even say, oh, I know how the, I know the stats, he goes, but you probably know how to do all that anyways, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, you're not about to go that. Hey, wait a minute. Literally, it was. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) It was that simple. That was your interview? Yeah. It was, Uh it really wasn't an interview. I mean, it was more like, uh, you know, you know the stats. And so Uh then I came up there the following season. And I was placed between Marty and you. Yeah. Doing stats. Well, really, I should say Marty's foot. (laughs) So Marty was the guy in in charge at that time. Stud, man. And he would always have his foot on the desk next to me. Oh, yeah. When he wasn't acting like he was sneezing with uh, water from the cooler of the pop on my back, back my neck, or whatever. And busting the gut laughing because he thought it was the funniest shit that he'd ever did. Eh, to be fair, it was pretty funny. <laughs> even, no. Even <laughs> no. 40-something games later, it was still kind of funny. No. Anyways, well, he thought it was, and so did everybody else. Except for... Well, that's because water in your hair doesn't mix. Damn skippy. <laughs> Unless it's intentional. That's but right. I digress. Continue. Right. You wear a shower cap. You didn't want to wear a shower cap to the game. So, anyways. So, anyways, I sat there and I and I, I was cracking jokes left and right and had you laughing, Marty had everybody laughing, and uh, that was basically, that was it. That was yes. the kind of just... And then, so then, started, like, you know... Going out for drinks afterwards, and it evolved into what it is now. So, we have really technically known each other since 2004. Damn. Because your first season was 2003, 2004. So, end of 2000, like October October 2004. 2004. We have known each other, and it is 2017, so... They say thirteen years, two more years, and we'll be we'll be solidified. Because they say if you have a relationship that lasts for more than fifteen years, it's till the end. Wow. Yes. Well, there you go. All right, two more years. Happens I die next year. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, still technically till the end. (laughs) (laughs) Ta da ta. (laughs) 
You never know. Weird shit happens. All right, so that's uh, that's the history. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see. What part do I want to get into now? So, uh, so basically, not to say that we're always going to cover hockey, but hockey's going to be a part of this podcast because you and I have continued this journey with this oh, yeah. Rockford team through... Oh, but and I would like to clarify. So I wanted to get... I wanted to stop paying to watch shitty hockey, but I wanted to come watch the games, and then all of a sudden we got Steve Martinson as coach, and we never had a shitty season after that. At least while he was the helm of the the ship. That's correct. And then I was working, so it was like, I can't even fucking enjoy myself, because as an off-ice official, you're not supposed to show bias. Correct. You have to be unbiased and... Mm-hmm. Okay, so I did I, I did the stats for a season, and then I think it was the second, next season, they started transitioning me into camera. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. after that, it pretty much, that became my thing. I think I did stats like, oh boy, when uh, they went to the AHL, I did, I did camera for these, the next two seasons, mm-hmm. and then... I think the first season in the AHL, but very limited in that season. Correct. And then I think I disappeared. Yes, you for did. For like one or two years, and then I came back and did. Please stats. note the uh, yes, you did. Yeah. Oh, well, what? I just well, I had no. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I, here's the thing. What? The AHL. Now we can blame it on other things, but the AHL just never really hit for me. Because I like the drama that was the UHL. I like the fact that we had a commissioner who was mixed up with God. laundering money with a mob team. Ryan. A team that was literally mobbed up. That's how they were funded. A, a, the team that was ran by an 18-year-old. I mean, it's insane. Like, this is shit that's, like, for an HBO TV show. Like, The Sopranos, but with a hockey piece to it. You know what I mean? This oh is what this God. league was. I forgot about them. And yes. I love that. And you're not going to find that with AHL. And it's just progressively gotten worse. So I guess that's where we'll take it. Can we... What is going on with this war on fighting? Why are we oh. so fucking scared to have a fucking fight? Because of uh. concussions? Um, Jesus Christ, it's That's annoying. a good question that has... That, that, just even that discussion has caused battles. I mean, just fights between um, relatives and fans. And it's, it's, it's bad. I Actually, I've had this discussion with someone tonight because a <clears throat> ass-whooping opened up on the ice tonight. Yeah. And a uh, little boy got his ass handed to him. Oh, man. And I'm like, Can I just oh. say, I'll jump ahead <laughs> oh real quick. So, yeah. I have to deliver DVDs to the coaches and all this and the ref after the game. And as I'm coming through there, uh, right outside the uh, locker room, they're interviewing mm-hmm. uh, said fighter. Oh, yes. And his face was fucked up, man. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. Like, it looked like if you... Oh, it honestly baby. looked like if he, he was... He fell off his skateboard and skidded his face on cement. Oh. Like, it was... It wasn't black eyes, but it was like... It was like if you took a cheese grater on his face. Like, it was 
pretty messed up. And he took about 30 punches he, in that fight. Minimum, yeah, he did. All right, so what was the conversation you had? Uh, conversation I had with someone tonight about that. We obviously were watching the game real time and knew, okay, here we go, five for fighting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, was there going to be an additional two because helmets came off? That's something that's been passed. Yeah, but they were punched off. Yes, they were. They were. That doesn't count. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, Although when you kind of maybe undo your straps, it comes off thank easier. Thank you. Right. Exactly. But why is there a rule that we can't take our fucking helmets off? Why do you want to destroy your hand? Exactly. And all you're hitting is face shield. Yes, I, I agree. No, I agree with, with you face on that. Shield, yes, the helmet I agree. should be a mandatory come off during Correct. the fight. Correct, I agree with that. Yes, because yeah, you're protecting eye injuries, but now you've got nothing but hand injuries. Correct. Fucking idiots. Destroyed. The rules are retarded. So, anyways, go ahead. Mm-hmm. The person I was speaking to is of that camp of oh, fighting is so stupid and blah 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 blah. blah, blah. And I was looking at this individual, and I'm looking at this person, and I'm like, okay, here's the thing. You have to... Hockey is one of the last sports out there that they are pretty good at policing themselves. Yeah. At least as far and as I'm concerned. that's how they police them. Correct. And that, that is the, the most simplistic sentence right there, and that's how they police themselves through that. Right. And it has to be done. And I don't know if just because since I was little, I grew up with the Proberts and the Domies and, you know, and, and guys like them. Um, so when I would lace up, when I first started playing, I played with boys because there were no girls playing at right. that time. So I had a couple seasons under my belt playing with the boys. The girls started finally jumping into the mix, so I got plucked from the boys' league and put with the girls. Well, you know how that turned out. My ass was in that box often. Yeah. Because... Because you learned with... Correct. Yeah. I was a bit... I, Danita, you're a, little, you're, you're a little aggressive out there on the ice. And <laughs> if the bitch ain't wearing the same hockey sweater I'm wearing, she's getting nowhere near my goalie. Period. If she's swinging the stick at my head, I'm taking the bitch out. If she's coming after my pure goal scorer, my team leader for goal scored or assists or what have you, if she's coming for her, I'm taking the bitch out. So I I had to learn how to (laughs) dial that back a little bit. But knowing they knew that I was on the ice, after the first couple games or so in that season, then they knew, oh, wait, there's number 28. There she goes. Okay, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll dial it back a bit. That's the whole point of me being out there. Yeah. Protecting that blue line, making sure my goalie is set, and making sure that you're not trying to take the heads off of my teammates. Right. It was all good. Then that was the point. Pretty, pretty now, much. let's just say, hypothetically, you weren't out there. I mean, now it's yeah. fair game as far as the yes. other teams are concerned. They yes. don't realize because every team's going to push it until they're put in their place. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the person to put that other team in their place, then you get away with shit. And then mm-hmm. yeah, it that, that's why it's needed. Yep. I don't understand, and, and maybe the people. Okay, so I don't understand people that don't understand why fighting is necessary. And they don't under for some reason they don't understand that whole policing thing. They, I believe, not to get political, are the same people that think, well, the government should just handle everything because the referees can just handle everything. No, the referees no. cannot handle everything. No. The referees 
can be biased. They can yes. call a certain way or a, whatever. Sometimes you'll get fair games, but that not including this evening. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I don't understand why it's so hard to understand why fighting exists. I think people have this idea that all they want to do is just go out and punch each other. No, the whole reason they're having this fight right now is because of something that has happened either moments before, mm-hmm. seconds before, like, or a handful of plays ago. Yes. The, the, it's not, you know what I mean? I not to say to get to you when that when that shit went down, well, but you sit tight. When you, I come back on the ice, when I my third shift about now, I got you. When I you're a you. coach and you've got a guy that wants to fight one of your guys because it's a uh, hit or something like that, mm-hmm. aren't you going to change your lines a little bit and keep him away from that? Yeah. If you're, tra- <laughs> you know what I mean. If you're, because yeah. you see that all the time, and typically, mm-hmm. so you match your lines. Every team does this, so you'd have your say your your top three guys, top three forwards and best defensemen, that's line one. Line mm-hmm. two is your next. Mm-hmm. Line three is usually your checking line and fighters and all this. And they usually play against each other. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to, as a coach, catch that scoring line with the fighting line when it's in... The, like when they're not going to score, you know what I mean. You, you want to catch them because they riot. Because God, you, you yes. want to smash them, yes, and wear them <laughs> down. But you don't want to get caught because that's usually when that team scores on you. Because uh-huh. a lot of those fighters are not the fastest skaters, and you know mm-hmm. their whole point. But uh, anyways, without getting into the whole semantics of how you would coach and do your line but and you're all spot that. On. You but anyways. Spot on. You want to, there's, there's a whole lot to that. But anyways, I, I don't, yeah. What was I talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. So if eventually, the, those two fighters are going to meet up. Mm-hmm. And whether they just, because, yes, this is why I think people get irritated. Or they think that it's just, that's all they want to do. Or that's all they're there for, which in a way it is. But is when they, like, you see him talking, and then they drop the puck, and then they, everything goes flying, and they jockey for a position for five minutes and whatever, and then they start, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what they call, like, planned fights or something like yeah. that. It's like, but it could be that there's two powerhouse fighters that just want to have a go. Yes. And then it yes. could be that they're pissed off at each other from something, you know, you took a cheap shot or whatever, and now I'm going to punch in the fucking face for it. You know, or, <laughs> you know, whatever. Who cares? They're green to punch each other in the fucking face. Let it happen. <laughs> they literally have taken... They The NHL has... I almost think it's not so much the NHL. I almost think it's more the AHL has gone to war with fighting. Like, they don't want it. Well, you know that's where the initial that's where the initial penalties were created or started or or blossomed from was the AHL level. Yeah. Up until the NHL level. Yeah. Well, that's it seems where that like started. They fight more in the NHL though, still. Yeah, they do. Compared to at least what I've seen, this is the first fight I saw all season was tonight. Correct. At home, this is the first fight at home. Yes, that is correct. That's insane. We've made it thirteen overall games into the season and saw our first fight at home. Mm-hmm. 
Rockford doesn't do that. Rockford needs... Rockford mm. is a poor town that likes fights. Because it's just that working class mentality. Yes. And that's what they like. This is why they, they need the UHL. Watson. They they need that Bush League. It doesn't yeah. have they can be ECHL. It needs to be a listen, I, I get it. Everybody loves the fact that we can uh farm into the Blackhawks. You can see guys playing here and at the end of the season be playing in Chicago on T V, possibly going to the Stanley Cup. Wonderful. Fantastic. <laughs> Rockford doesn't need that though. The, the, okay. the crowds have gone down. It's, yeah. it's, everything is... The only yeah. thing positive is the fact that uh, the facility and team and all that has gotten a lot of upgrades because of Blackhawk money. That's the biggest piece of it. Beyond that, <clears throat> nothing else <clears throat> has uh, improved. Uh, it, to me, everything else, financially, like you're not making money on... The well, I just don't. I don't see the crowds. They're not there. I mean, they're just not there. It doesn't matter, winning record or not. They're not there. Mm-hmm. People aren't coming out because it's not what they want to see. They don't want to see skill. They want to see fights. <laughs> I, I, don't, I know I harp about this a lot, but it's like you gotta you gotta give them what they want to see. And I understand that's not the point of the AHL, but that's what this town wants. Mm-hmm. The fact that this is a town or a community where you, there will be no bodies in the building because a local high school team has made their way through the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously. That's why you don't schedule games on Friday nights until. Ding. Uh, you know, that's part of the reason. You're, yeah. They're not, <clears throat> but I don't know if they can really control that. Well, I mean, who's, the, who's doing the planning for the, the stadium then? I mean, think about but it. at a certain point, you have to get so many games in, and there could be other things. Maybe other teams can't make it to you because of others. You know, you got to remember, how many teams throughout this league are we scheduling? And you're trying to draw on certain nights. So they pick Fridays and Saturdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. And then what the fuck are we scheduling shit on Tuesdays? Like... NHL can draw on a Tuesday. This league, at no. least in Rockford, cannot draw on a Tuesday. You'd be better off drawing, putting putting your Friday night games on Thursday, at least till high school football's done. Then switch to Fridays. Okay. Why no games on Thursday night? Mm. Not to say people. I honestly believe people. More people would come out Thursday night than they will on Friday night. While because nothing's going on on Thursday night. There's no high school football. Oh, okay. Get through the end of November when high school football is done. Now we'll start doing Friday games. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, whoever <laughs> schedules. But I, th- I think it's dealing with league, too. It's not just the Ice Hogs saying, oh, these are the dates we're going to do. And You know what I mean? I guess. Then I guess. Milwaukee's got to say, oh, Rockford, that doesn't really work out for us on that date. You know what I mean? I can only imagine it's a nightmare trying to deal with all of this. I almost think it's one of these things where the league says, here's everybody's schedule, and then they send it off, and then if arenas have to adjust because of something that was already booked, then they can 
put in. I think that's how it's done. I'd be curious to ask. I kind of right. think that's how it's done, though. So whose bright idea was switching into 6 p.m. on Saturdays then? Remember they tried this before? No. Early, earlier on, uh, they they did this before. They they decided it was one season they tried it. Every game um, during the week, every night game was going to be at 6. And then Sundays, I think they bumped up to 3 instead of 4. God. They did this for one season and realized most people weren't showing up to the second period. Now. Well, no shit. Uh, but I don't know. If Fridays was it? Fridays, Saturdays, no, Saturdays at six. Saturdays at six p.m. Honestly, if you want my? I think the players want to go out and want to have <laughs> either that or they want to get to. I, I honestly think it's something to do with. I don't think it's for the. I don't think the fans. Maybe maybe there's are people that are bitching that. When those Saturday games run long, they have to leave because they're kids or whatever. So if you start the game a little earlier, we can be okay. out of there by 9. And it, maybe, I don't know. Okay. If well, we, the official, the party line was they spoke to their season ticket holders. And that's they what... They wanted early. Yes. Uh, yes. Just on Saturdays. I don't know why it was just on Saturdays, but they gave them, they asked them some questions well, about what could make it better. Maybe that goes... Okay, 6 o'clock game. You're done by 9. Now you can go out and drink, and you've got an additional hour of drinking. Okay. Because you've got so many facilities within the umpteen block radius yeah. that you can hit up or whatever. Yep. <laughs> Without crossing a river, you have... Well, okay. Uh, uh, well, that other one that's down there. So, three, okay. yeah. four, maybe, four, four Two, decent three. Yeah. Places, three or four decent places to go to right within walking distance. Mm-hmm. And then if you wanted to cross a river, you're opening up to about seven or eight right. facilities. But, you know, getting done with the game at nine o'clock as opposed to ten o'clock? And maybe, maybe this is a lobby from the facilities down there, the bars and restaurants saying, hey, oh. start your games fucking earlier, we can make more money. Because, People aren't getting here till ten fifteen, where they can get here. You know, I don't. Who knows? Maybe there's something to huh. that. I don't know. I think who about knows? that. Who knows? Look at you. Either way, people are. I, I, I I'm not opposed to it. I, it's kind of confusing because you're used to the seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So it's always seven o'clock, and then I don't know. But I think a lot of the problem was six o'clock during the week. Was because, and I, I bet you it was a season ticket holder thing, or at least that's what it was before when they tried it. But then a lot of people weren't getting off. They don't get off work till five. They got to go home. They got to get the kids. They got to do all this yeah. and then get there. And they're yeah. not, they're missing half the or first period. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So that's a problem. Okay. So maybe they figured it out, but I don't think it's helped uh, with their attendance. No, not when you can literally spit across the arena and hit nobody. Yeah. Kind of like um, late 80s, early 90s for the Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Good time to buy season tickets. <laughs> You'd be in right now. No doubt. Good no luck doubt. Getting them now. <sighs> Good luck getting a ticket now. You know, and I always, I'm that old fart now. I'm at that age bracket where I can say, oh, I remember when, you know, I get done with work and grab my, my little, uh, at that time, preschooler. And then through grade school, hey, let's go on. You know, what, what do you want to do, mommy? Can we go to that game? And then literally, we drop in, we jump in my little Chevy Cavalier, and we hit ninety, 
and head up there, walk up to the building, to the ticket window, get two tickets, walk in, and we get the hot dog, soda, he get the foam finger, whatever kind of toy you wanted, and watch an actual game. Yeah. That was insane. Can't do that now. Oh, good lord. Not without The closest somebody. comparison now is going to the will call window. <laughs> <laughs> if you bought tickets, you had somebody that got you tickets, and that's why you're going to the ticket window. Exactly. And especially in those seats that my kid and I sat. It was insane. And I will say that I was spoiled because here was I. Okay, I was a, a commodity bringing my son in there mm-hmm. and we had a little Blackhawks and a Blackhawks tank top and Brad had like a little Blackhawks jersey um, and we go in so I, I I always knew that I would have to pay to park and to get in and it would never fail someone would go well let me get him a hot dog oh let me get him a little soda you want something to drink oh my gosh yeah that'd be great and then that's how our nights would go brilliant it was Awesome, love Mommy, it. can you take me out for a free meal? <laughs> sure, sweetie. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's what you were doing. It's like going to medieval times, but having somebody else pay for it. Nice. Shh, don't be telling everybody my game. You just told everybody Don't be telling game. everybody my game. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, every woman... Gets done up and goes out to the bar with not expecting to have to buy a single fucking drink. You know, if that just happens to play out that way, then so be it. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And if you're a guy that doesn't realize that's what happened, you're an idiot because uh, that's what they do. They don't intend to buy paper for their drinks when they go out. Yeah. Unless it's you and a group of girls and all you want to do is dance. You just seem to dance tonight. I just got to dance. Say, oh, it's so annoying. And then, if you are that guy who's trying to get to one of those chicks in their group, uh, you gotta buy me and all my girls a drink, okay? Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and then, okay. <laughs> and then you're into this guy a little bit, but yeah. there's always the fucking ugly one that has to step in there. But she don't, she don't like you. We need to go now. Uh, listen, bitch. <laughs> Nobody's talking to you. You're here because nobody could tell you no. That's the only reason you're here. Oh, oh and you're also here so that they all look hotter. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> so, ladies in your oh groups of women. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You could be the ugly one. You just never know. Or you could be the hot one. And the hot ones know they're hot. And if you don't know you're hot, you're, you're not probably the hot one. the ugly one. <laughs> so, uh. Oh my gosh! Did yeah. I just give out girls? No, of the trade there. No, because I know all this shit. Because <clears throat> women are—they're all smiles to each other's faces, but they fucking hate each other. They absolutely fucking hate each other. Every single woman hates every single woman. I when it comes to, no, 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 no. to competing for men. When you're competing, when you're out and you're single and you're competing for men, okay. you all hate each other secretly, deep down. Yes, you can be friends. But you all fucking hate each other. Well, yeah, I, mean, I guess that might be from the chicks that I might roll with, but I don't compete with another woman for a man. Well. I don't. No. I specifically do not because whoever he clicks with, bless his heart for it, girl, go ahead and get it. Good luck. Make sure it's wrapped. And no, you're not going back to his place. You can hit the bathroom no, or out in the... Quickies. And something, but you're not leaving... Because I'm my, here, I'm one of those. We came with five, we leave with five. Yeah, that's that's me. So, 
Um, I wish that worked with guys. We came with five. It's just me now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Good luck. You know how many times I was stranded places? Oh, I'm sorry. They left you? No, only one person in particular ever left me oh. on a regular basis until I started taking the car keys. Same. Oh, okay. And then he would leave, but I would still have a car. You know how many times I had to, like, make a really awkward phone call? Hey, can you uh, pick me up at this bar? I know it's 2 in the morning. <laughs> and uh, I don't know where my ride disappeared to. Because he got more drunk than me and has disappeared. Damn. With someone he's going to regret. Exactly. The <laughs> <laughs> Usually the ugly one. <laughs> because as we called it, take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good times. no. That's just wrong. Funny, but wrong. Well, it's different, I mean. <laughs> five girls, five guys. Right, exactly. You gotta make sure you pair up with one of them hot ones, <laughs> or else you're gonna have to take one for the team. <laughs> Women do the same shit, they just don't call it that. <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> Actually, that's the end of this episode. We're at our time, so Aww. that's a good way to end the first episode. There I think. you go. Uh, awesome. Just don't be the ugly one, people. That's how we're saying. Or, well, you know what? No. Someone's got to be the ugly one, and someone needs to take one for the team. Just make sure it's not you. Yeah, and and if you're that hockey player that got his ass whooped tonight, stop taking one for the team, because you don't know how to fucking fight. <laughs> I got a rice cooking in the microwave. Got a three-day beard. I don't plan to shave, and it's a... Goofy thing, but I just gotta say, hey, I'm a doing all right. Yeah, I think I'll make me some homemade soup. I'm feeling pretty good, and that's the truth. It's neither drink nor drug induced, no, I'm just doing all right. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. There's some Hard times in the neighborhood But why can't every day be just this good? Oh. It's been 15 years since I left home And said good luck to every seed I'd sown Gave it my best and then I left it alone I hope they're doing alright now I look in the mirror and what do I see? A long wolf there staring back at me. Long in the tooth, but harmless as can be. Lord, I guess he's doing alright. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. There's some hard times in the neighborhood, but why can't every day? This girl Sometimes it's lonely Sometimes it's only me And the shadows that fill this room Sometimes I'm falling Desperately calling Howling at the moon 
two Or take my old Harley for a three-day cruise Might even grow me a full man chew And it's a great day to be alive I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes There's some hard times in the neighborhood But why can't every day be just this good? It's a great day to be alive I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes There's some hard times in the neighborhood But why can't every day be just this good? You've been listening to the D2R Podcast Network Brought to you by Dream to Reality Entertainment if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes. Give us a rating and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. Your word of mouth is our only advertising, so please do us a solid. Share us with everyone you know. Thanks for listening.